Welcome to the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy and a nutritional therapy practitioner specializing in chronic digestive issues, depression, anxiety, and autoimmune disease with a focus on the gut microbiome. Each podcast episode focuses on a specific disease condition, nutritional therapy technique, or practitioner. Join me for episode two, where we discuss the nutritional therapy approach to Hashimoto's thyroiditis with Lynn Fox, nutritional therapy practitioner from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Stay tuned until the end to hear her tips for healing your gut to improve your thyroid health. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical care. Functional nutrition is similar to functional medicine in that it looks for root causes of illness. As nutritional therapy practitioners, we do not diagnose or treat disease, and we recommend working with a qualified practitioner. Now, let's hear from Lynn Fox. Welcome, Lynn. Great to have you on the show again. Hi, nice to be Last time we talked, we were talking about your training and your journey as a nutritional therapy practitioner. In this podcast episode, I'd love to talk to you about Hashimoto's, which I know is something that you have expertise in um, personally and professionally. Yes, sounds great. Okay. So let's just start out by talking about what Hashimoto's is. Can you explain that? Yes. um, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease where your immune system is launching an attack on your thyroid gland. And then what happens is, is then you can have low thyroid numbers or low thyroid, I'm sorry, low thyroid uh, hormone coming into your body, which causes hypothyroidism, which can cause symptoms such as depression, constipation, um, cold hands and feet, um, digestive problems. Um, some people have achy joints um, and just a general feeling of fatigue, extreme fatigue. Another thing that I've noticed in some of my clients is that they kind of have some hyperthyroid symptoms and hypothyroid symptoms kind of alternating even within a day. Can you just talk about why that happens? Well, as the the immune system attacks the thyroid gland, sometimes they can what can happen is a big pocket of thyroid hormone can be released into the system and then that causes the hyperthyroid then there's too much um, thyroid hormone in the body and then that can cause you know people to um, not be able to sleep kind of their heart race their heart can start to race they can have anxiety and those kinds of things so you Hashimoto's it's just kind of a roller coaster you can have symptoms of high and low thyroid as the destruction of the thyroid gland continues and progresses. So let's say that I know that I'm having some thyroid dysfunction issues. How do I know that it's Hashimoto's? Well, there's an easy blood test that tests for two thyroid antibodies, the TPO and the TG, uh, the thyroid glibin antibodies. So um, you know, my local um, Wyoming Health Fairs, it's called, they, they charge you just $42 for that simple test. The problem is, is that people will say, well, 
I know I don't have an autoimmune thyroid disease because I go to my doctor. My doctor hasn't said anything. But what I've found is, is um, doctors won't test for the thyroid antibodies because the conventional approach to treating Hashimoto's is the same way that they treat low thyroid or hypothyroidism, and that is just to give you um, thyroid replacement hormone. So they won't even... They don't even think it's important. Some some doctors, I think, do, but some doctors don't think it's important to test for the antibodies. And we know, we know the antibodies will show up ten years before you even um, the 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 disease manifests. So if if we test antibodies early in people, we can actually actually prevent this. So great tip to go and have that blood test done. As you said, it's a simple test. Um, doesn't take very long and can give you really important information. So what happens if you you go and you get the blood test done, you think you're having thyroid issues, and now you realize, gosh, I think it is autoimmune um, Hashimoto's. What, what, what should you do about that? What's the nutritional therapy approach? Well, if you can, you, if you can go see a nutritional therapist, that would be great. But the nutritional therapy approach is we really start, we look at digestion, and we try to get you to digesting your food better because we know that all, most autoimmune diseases are connected to uh, intestinal permeability or a leaky gut. So most of the immune system is located in the gut. And when we have um, things that can compromise that gut lining and open up the tight junctures in the gut lining, then food, large pieces of foods and proteins and even toxins can get through that gut lining and onto the other side where the immune system is waiting and the immune system then starts to launch an attack. So the nutritional therapy approach is, number one, to really look on look at, is the person digesting well? Do they need some support as far as hydrochloric acid in their stomach? Maybe their uh, gallbladder, their their bile is kind of sludgy and, and they need some bile support. Um, we need to then look at the gut irritating foods that are actually causing that leaky gut, gluten being number one. Gluten and dairy are big ones, gluten, dairy, soy. Um, we may even look at doing an autoimmune protocol diet where we are taking out those gut irritating foods for 30 to 60 days, maybe even up to five months to heal the gut. We're adding in gut healing um, substances like um, things that are healing to the gut, like L-glutamine and bone broth and those kinds of things. And we're also looking at probiotics what kind of probiotics do we need to put in there to help also with that whole synergistic thing with the, the microbiome and your immune system. The microbiome in your gut affects how your immune system is working, and it can also open up those tight junctures if we have dysbiosis where we have some of the bad bacteria, more of the bad bacteria than good. That can also cause some gut irritation in that leaky gut. So the, it, it's kind of a... Mo and then you also have to look at stress because stress is so huge. You have to look at toxins um, coming from food, coming from makeup, coming from plastics. Um, you have to look at um, eating organic and getting the genetically modified foods out. So it's... And then, of course, are they sleeping? 
are they exercising too much? And then there's this whole other layer of how are their adrenals functioning? Because your adrenals and your thyroid are working together. So it's, it's a multi-tiered approach. Wow. Okay. So that sounds like a pretty complicated um, sort of, you know, treatment plan. How does a nutritional therapy practitioner sort of walk people through that? Because all that can't happen in one visit, right? <laughs> no, no. I think the first step is just to um, get them uh, thinking about the digestion. And we've got to eat in a parasympathetic state. We need to be calm. We need to chew our food. We may need to take some hot lemon water or apple cider vinegar before a meal. So that's the first step. Then the next step is is working on getting rid of those gut-irritating foods, and then you go from there. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, think, I think what we want the listeners to know is that uh, when you work with a nutritional therapy practitioner, it's, it's kind of an iterative approach, right? So you don't just go in, get your little... Uh, recommendations written on a little pad and, you know, walk out and you have a plan. It's really because we have to think through so many different factors that affect your thyroid health. It can be a three to six month process um, to, you know, to help a person sort of unravel all of that and figure out what their best plan is. Right. And with Hashimoto's, with the whole idea of the leaky gut, um, it, we have to take a bio-individual approach because people will have food sensitivities that are also um, activating the immune system. So we have to figure... Now, we take out the obvious, the gluten and the dairy, the soy, eggs, nuts, that kind of thing. But then we have to figure out if there are other food sensitivities and take those out for a period. Now, once we heal the gut... Sometimes some of those foods that we took out, we can put back in, but it does take about five months to heal that gut before we can try to add those foods back in. So you really need to work with a nutritional therapist because you have to figure out, okay, what are those other food sensitivities that are activating my immune system? Because we need to calm the immune system down and food is, is essential. That is one of the main reasons that your gut or that your immune system is activated because we breach that gut lining. I think it's so important that people understand that the nutritional therapy approach is bio-individual, like you said. So, you know, another way of saying that is it's very, very personalized, right? Because we know that people can arrive at the same place, right? They can develop the same disease condition, right. but the reasons that they got there can be very different from the next person with the same diagnosis. So, the nutritional therapy practitioner approach is very customized. We don't just, you know, hand out uh, diets, like sheets with diets and, um, and protocols for supplements to take. I, I think it's important for people to, uh, to understand how much individuality there is here. Although there, there's some big themes, there are also, you know, the devil is in the details, just like anything else. And so, you know, the expertise of the nutritional therapy practitioner can help you navigate through that with um, fewer bumps in the road, I think. Mm -hmm. So can you contrast that approach to the traditional therapy um, for treating Hashimoto's? Well, my experience with the traditional, um, with my own experience with Hashimoto's and the traditional way to treat Hashimoto's is basically... 
Um, you go in, they, they are only looking at a couple numbers, maybe your TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone, which comes from the pituitary gland, and it's just screaming at the thyroid saying, you need to release more thyroid hormone. If that is high, the conventional doctor will say, oh, you have hypothyroidism. Let's put you on some thyroid replacement therapy, such as Synthroid is the main um, hormone, or maybe a generic like Levoxyl or level thyroxine. But the problem with that approach is those are T1 only medications. Your body has to take T4, or I'm sorry, they're T4 medications. Your body has to take T4 and convert it into T3, which is the active form of thyroid hormone that needs to get into your body. So they don't even test, you know, are you, are you, are you converting your T4 to your T3? Is it even getting in your cells? There's also a, T, a reverse T3, which is the body's um, really survival mechanism of if we were in a famine or something, the body would want to slow the metabolism down. So conventional doctors, <clears throat> people will present with lots of these um, symptoms and they will write you a prescription for Synthroid. And You'll take it and you'll feel okay for a little bit, but then the symptoms might come back. You go back to the doctor and the doctor just throws more of the T4 hormone at it. But they don't check to see, is the T4 being converted to reverse T3, which is the, in, it, it basically blocks the um, receptor for T3. So we don't know, they don't know, okay, I'm giving you all of this T4, but is it being converted? So the conventional approach is just to throw uh, medication, thyroid hormone at it. When really we need to look at, you know, inflammation can also prevent that T4 being converted to T3. To your, your liver, if your liver is congested, it has to be converted in the liver and some in the gut. So if you have a leaky gut, you're inflamed, you're taking all this thyroid hormone, you're not going to see the benefit because you have to get the inflammation down in your gut by healing the gut. You have to work on the liver and digestion and blood sugar handling to help convert, make that conversion possible. So the nutritional therapy approach is more holistic. We're looking at the whole body. What is really going on? How do we get the autoimmunity down so that then if you are on thyroid hormone, it's starting to work and you're starting to feel better? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great. A lot of detail there. Um, I think Hashimoto's can be kind of bewildering, and um, medical care is, you know, it's a, is available. But for someone who's looking for something more, I think the nutritional therapy approach has something to offer in terms of, as you said, it's it's a holistic approach. It's looking at all the systems of the body and determining the root causes of yeah. disease. Yeah, and in that way, very similar to uh, the functional medicine approach. So what would you say, you know, if we were to summarize, for someone who's thinking, oh, gosh, I think it's my thyroid, I think it could be autoimmune, what, what are th a few things that a person could do starting today that would help them to turn this around? Well, first of all, knowledge is power. So I would encourage you to go to your conventional doctor and ask, for the thyroid antibody test to test those two antibodies. If your doctor will not do that for you, you can go 
online to these my labs now. Um, there's a lot of labs online where you don't need a doctor's prescription. It's relatively cheap, and you can test test it yourself. So. My first um, recommendation is just find out, let's find out, is it autoimmune? Because if it is, it's a whole nother beast. It's a whole nother way to deal with it. Secondly, everybody can start to try to digest their food better by just eating in a parasympathetic state. That just means that you are calm. We can't digest our food if we're stressed. So making sure you're, in, you're um, not eating in front of the computer or TV or in the car you're, you're sitting down and you're eating, you're chewing. And then you can also add in some hot lemon water. Take half an organic lemon and put it in some hot or warm water about 10 minutes before you eat. And that will help you to digest better. Helps your gallbladder. It helps to thin your bile. Um, uh, that, that can really start to help you digest better. And then just get in tune with your body. Um, you know, when I eat this food, how do I feel kind of thing? And then start to pick out which foods maybe aren't so good for you. And then the third thing is stress is we can do all of this nutritional therapy. We can eat the right foods. We can throw in pro probiotics. We can heal our leaky gut. But if we are continuing to not get enough sleep, drink too much coffee, live in a stressed out state, our gut and the Hashimoto's is... It, uh, symptoms are not going to get better until we relieve the stress. So finding some ways to reduce stress, such as meditation, getting outside in the sunshine, walking, making sure you get enough sleep, making sure you're turning off your technology two hours before bedtime so that uh, the melatonin and the serotonin, that balance in your brain, it's, you know, it really is affected by light, even artificial light. So turning down the lights at night, those kinds of things will really start to help you feel better. Yeah, that's great, Lynn. That's that's just a, a super list of things to start with. In addition to, um, I think, hydration. Hydration is so important as well. So, you know, just drinking enough water every day, pure yeah. water, and limiting those diuretic beverages um, like we talked about in the last episode. So um, I think that was a wonderful primer on Hashimoto's. I hope that this um, is helpful for our listeners, and I thank you so much for joining us today again for episode two. Thanks, Madeline. Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. Please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. To learn more about Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy or check out our podcast page, visit tcnutritionaltherapy.com. To find a nutritional therapy practitioner in your area, use the provider search at nutritionaltherapy.com. Until the next time, be well and flourish. <laughs>